Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As we all know, or most of you know, um, my word of the year is organized. And one of the things that I've been <laughs> organizing is our finances. So what I have attempted to do, because admittedly, and I, I say it's because I have ADHD, numbers have always been really hard for me in when I'm trying to figure out a long sequence of numbers, if that makes sense. So like in math, I could always, the problems that I had in math were problems with multiple steps because I would get lost. Like, um, like long division where you would have to like do all the stuff down below or. Yeah. Or just like those problems where first you would have to multiply something, then you'd have to divide it. Then you'd have to subtract and, and all, all the that. parentheses and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. So I would just get lost somewhere in there and my focus would, you know, like yeah. I would just get distracted. So I still have that problem in my adult life, but now I'm dealing with real world things like accounting and stuff like that. So what I've done is I'm like, okay, you know, what will make this really easy for me is if I spreadsheet out the numbers. So I know exactly what our expenses are and what expenses come out when. So I start writing down a bunch of numbers. So I have one notebook that has a ton of numbers in it. And it's based on when money comes in, when it goes out, all of this stuff. The problem is as I'm sketching out these numbers, I'm not writing full descriptions of the way I'm doing my math. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I do the same oh exact thing. So right now I'm looking at a long sheet of numbers, right? Yep. And it says balance. And then there's a number. And then it says minus this expense, minus this expense. Then there's another balance. Then there's more minusing and two additions to it. And I have no idea what the additions are for. So tell me if you do this, do you take so... Um, so let's say we're looking at, uh, money for the month of April, right? So like maybe you add up everything that's coming in from, uh, advertisers, right? On, in one column. And then mm -hmm. you come up with a, with a total, we'll just use round numbers for, for, you know, exact a thousand bucks even, right? That's mm -hmm. your, that's that. Then we have, uh, this other column, that could be, you know, people that we're developing podcasts for. And that comes out to be 800. So then down below, you write 1,000 plus 800. And then you write 1,800. Then you turn the page and you start with 1,800. And by the time you get to the bottom of the second page, you can't remember where the original came from. So you don't know if you're supposed to add the money that's coming in or if that's already figured. Well, and then for me, I'll get a thought when I'm doing all of this math, I'm like, oh, and then we owe $200 to, right. I don't know, like the guy who is editing our podcast. Okay. So then I owe him $200 and I'll quickly scribble while I'm thinking of it yep. minus 200. And then, you know, you'll ask me a question or I'll get an email or whatever. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, what was that $200? For me, it doesn't even have to for? be a distraction. I'll just write minus 200. And in my head, I can hear two voices. Voice number one says, you'll remember what that's for. 
And voice number two immediately says, write down what that's for in detail because you'll forget. But I never do because for whatever reason, voice number one wins. And then I get to the next page and I'm like, wait a minute. Did we? Did I take the money out to pay that guy? And or then, didn't I? And every time. Well, that's the thing. It is every time. Every it is time. a lesson that we can't seem to learn. And oh my gosh. Anyways, so I have copious amounts of like, Pages numbers. and numbers and all of this stuff, but none of it really matters because there's not enough like attribution next to it for me to ever remember after I've, you know, and passed that, the five minutes that I've been working on it. And that notebook right there is why we have hired ourselves a bookkeeper. The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, April 6th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the woman who lives across the street, who I don't know and probably will never meet, but... She got herself a black lab puppy. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. And she walks it about six times a day right in front of our house. And it's it's at the stage where all of its walking is like little gallops. And it's the cutest thing on the planet. Puppies are awesome. I watched a woman last weekend with a golden retriever puppy walking it. And it was one of those things where puppies don't really, if you've never had a puppy before, maybe you're a cat person, maybe you don't like animals. I don't know. Um, but puppies... When they're learning to walk on a leash, sometimes they're like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down right now. And that to me is the funniest thing because it's like, eh, I don't want to walk anymore. I'm just like, I'll just plop down. And our dogs, grown dogs, don't do that because they know like we're going somewhere and they get it. Puppies don't get it. So they, I saw a woman last weekend that was walking her golden retriever puppy and it was like, hmm, I'm I'm ready for a nap. Just like dead weight. But in Golden Retriever puppies, I mean, it was old enough to be heavy to carry. So anyways, yeah, it's just they're so cute. I watched this woman yesterday morning walking the dog and we had really bad rain. Not bad, but really heavy rain in Atlanta yesterday morning. And it was clearly the first time that this puppy had been outside in a heavy rain. And it was just Whoa, it's rain. It was great (laughs) entertainment. So uh, congratulations on your new puppy woman. If you see me staring out the window, I'm not a weirdo. I'm looking at your dog. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for cupcakes. Callie has been bugging me to tell this story because I, I did my call the president move. Okay. Here's a little bit of background. First of all, Jeff doesn't believe that if there's a customer service issue and you're getting told no, that you should take no for an answer in that circumstance. So what he has done now on more than one occasion. Can I qualify that? Because sometimes there is a customer service issue and the answer is yes or no. Like, I don't think that's a fair assessment. Like with the the Eddie Bauer shirts. Yeah, you're like- I said, if you can replace these, I'll take them. Right. If, if you can't, 
No big deal. I accepted if, that no. But if you feel like you're being ripped off. Yes. It turns into a hobby for yes. you to yes. make sure that you're not getting ripped off and you take it as like this personal project that you're working on. So Jeff, I forget what the first one was. It was months ago. And Jeff was like, you know what? This isn't right. I'm going to call the CEO of the company. And he did the Google research and made his way into the head of the company who solved the problem. I've done it. It's it, The first time wasn't months ago. I've been doing this for years. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. And it's not because anybody knows you or you're different than your dad calling or, you know, your neighbor calling. It's just that you spend the time to do the work to find the personal information of the head of the company to say, hey, I don't think this is right. And it, it overwhelmingly it works. And overwhelmingly, you are able to get in touch with the heads of companies that way. And well, when you say it works, it doesn't always resolve itself in my favor. Like the one that I think you're thinking of is uh, we rented a car and there was some issue with it, right? Mm -hmm. And the person behind the counter was like, yeah, there's no nothing we could do about it. Like, I don't remember what the issue was, but it was significant enough that I'm like, you should have done, like something should have been done about it, mm -hmm. but they weren't. And I ended up getting to like the president of the company or something like that. And their office basically wrote back and said, yeah, thanks for letting it. So it doesn't always work out in my favor, but it gives me the satisfaction that I'm not just being read a script. And you took it to the literal highest person you could. This happened. This is happening right now. This is what Callie wants an update on. Cause oh. Jeff won't, Jeff won't give me an update on this real life thing that's going on because he's like, I'll tell you on the show. So I have been waiting so long so, before we've been recording this, uh, for him to tell me. This has been going on for like a month or two. Callie gets her, her credit report and she does a great job. Callie it does a great job of like every year or every night, however often you can get a copy of your credit report. She gets it. She checks it. Boom. And there's rarely anything I'm on, on there, but boom, last time she gets it, there is an account that we had never heard of in collections like a collection agency is now. So I, so she gives, she's like, what is this? Oh my God. How does this happen? What I'm happened? Whatever. Out. She gives it to me. I do a bunch of research and find not a bunch of research. I look it up. Uh, and it turns out that it's a bill. I think we've talked about this before because remember we got messages. Very briefly. We got a message from somebody saying uh, it happened to me five years after my kid was born. It turns out it's a bill for related to Ellie's birth in November of 2020. And it was never submitted to insurance. Insurance should have covered it. And it was never mailed to us. So the first we heard about it was when they sent us like a demand for collection, at which point we call, I think I called and said, hey, can you send us this so we can submit it to our insurance? And they just never did. And I wrote down, like I had a note when we did it. Well, I have been going around and around and around with customer service, just trying, I'm like, send us the bill. Like we'll deal with the insurance company. We'll figure it out, but just get it off. Like take it out of collections. It doesn't belong there. You guys screwed it up. And this person 
being as polite as possible, who is just making their salary and is just reading off a script, mm-hmm. keeps saying, I have appealed it and we're expediting it. I have appealed it and we're just crap, mm-hmm. but is also saying, like, she's not very bright because she's also telling me that internally they're trying to get the insurance company to pay for it. And if the insurance company pays for it, that'll take care of it. But I'm like, I don't care about the insurance company paying for it right now. I just want I it off. I care that it's on my wife's credit report. Wife's credit report. Yeah. Right. Especially considering we're going to be moving in the next 60 days. Right. Right. So I am getting no satisfaction in the total runaround from this woman. So I do a Google search and I find the president of this company. The collections company. No. I'm not dealing with the collections company. Oh, okay. No, I am dealing with the original creditor. Okay. Yeah. It shouldn't even have gone to collections. Okay, got it. So I tracked down the president of this company. I make phone calls to like his offices and you just ask for him. You don't say, I need to speak to the president of the company. You don't say whatever, blah, blah, blah. You just call and say, hi, he ha- it's a medical company. He happens to be a doctor. So I call and go, hey, I need to speak to Dr. So-and-so. And they're like, hold on, we'll transfer you. So they transfer me. And I leave my voicemail two days ago. Yesterday, he calls me back. It comes up. I ignore the first call because uh, it came up like uh, – not spam risk, but one of those other weird things, you know, that. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm not answering this. Then he called right back, which I'm very thankful for. I answer the phone. He tells me who he is and he is the nicest man on the planet. He is over the top apologetic. He accepts blame for the issue. He says they have, there is an, there was historically an issue. I don't know if historically is the right word. They have they had an issue with somebody who was handling their billing mm-hmm. who just didn't send out bills mm. or never updated addresses. So people just didn't get the bills and then they ended up in collections. We're not the only one. He did laugh and say, uh, he is the only, I am the only one to reach out to him directly. <laughs> So nice. He asked about Ellie. How old is Ellie? Is is she healthy? He used to be a uh, OBGYN doctor. So he, some sort of specialist. So he delivers babies, Uh but then takes care of them after they're born too. Mm -hmm. He did that. In my Google research, I saw that he's retiring in June. Well, it's a good thing you got in touch with him. I thanked him. Well, I may have insulted him because I thanked him. I said, I saw that you're retiring after a long career in June. And being that it's now April, and you've only got 60 days left. You didn't have to call me back. Like you could have just put this off and you did. And I really appreciate it. So he assured me up one side and down the other that he was going to have somebody reach out to me directly. I would be getting an email that day. This issue would be resolved. He is so kind. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. So two things. One, I have not gotten a call or an email. Mm. So that didn't, that didn't happen. I don't think that was his fault Mm -hmm. because he was so, 
He was just genuinely apologetic and almost embarrassed, which was great. The second thing is, do you know what the phrase senioritis is? Like, have you heard yes, that phrase? Yes, of course. What is senioritis? Senioritis is when you are like a senior in high school and you're yes. about to graduate yes. and you already got into college and you are coasting because you can see the end of the line. Right. Okay. I made a joke when I was talking about his upcoming retirement about him having senioritis. And I realized, because he's an older gentleman, that if he didn't know what senioritis <laughs> was, I may have just insulted him. Oh, so you kind of like, he might've thought that you thought Culp was calling him old as opposed to on the brink of retirement and just checked out. Yes, like yes. senioritis. And I tried to put some context around it after I said it, cause I'm like, oh my gosh, if he doesn't know what that means. And I've obviously looked him up. I know he's an older gentleman, like that's so rude. So. I, I, if I do not hear from someone today, I am going to call him back. He insisted that I, he's like, call me back if you don't hear from anyone. So I will That's call so him back, nice. but I will, I will ask him if he thought I insulted him. I want to know what did you, what did your voicemail, how did you phrase your voicemail? Because I, to me, that would be the most stressful part because you have to get your pitch to him in the span of a voicemail, but without sounding mean or whatever, like you want him to call you back. So what did you say on the voicemail? Just facts. Like, uh, hello, sir. My name is Jeff Dollar. Um, my wife had a baby in November of 2020, and we were shocked to find that a bill related to that baby had been sent to collections because we didn't even know it existed. And now it's on her credit report. I have been dealing with your customer service department for the past X number of months. Mm -hmm. um, and despite numerous promises to reach back out to me and keep me informed on the process, I have had nothing but problems. You're the president of the company. So I figure if anybody can get something done, it's you. Oh, there you go. Like putting the ball, giving him like a little stroke of the ego. Like you're the man in charge. Please help me. Um, here's what you do on the next call. Cause well, uh, th now that I'm thinking about it, you know, yesterday afternoon, I think you heard this call. The person I have been dealing with called me out of the blue. Yeah. And she's like, hi, um, I, you, you said you left me three voicemails, but I've, I've only gotten one. So I'm calling you back. And then as she does every single time is completely clueless about. Yeah. She's, she's like, just, she's just doing what read, she's only given the power to do. Reading yeah. the script. Um, Here's what you need to do next time, though, since we know he's retiring now in your next conversation, when you talk to him, you should say, hey, I don't want to like who basically like who else can I talk to once you leave? Like this is not going to be going on for two more months. I'm resolving this in um, a week. I hope that that is the case. But also, like, this is a bill from November 2020. So let I me say like it differently. If this isn't resolved in a week, we look for an attorney. Oh, got it. Okay. Like, I don't know how that works, but like, this guy, it's going to be resolved. Like, okay. this guy was embarrassed. 
that it's happening. Yeah. But yeah. Well, good for him for calling you back. And I think that's super cool. Yesterday afternoon, I took Ellie to a little class. There's an adorable place um, in Atlanta that it's kind of like a community center. It's got like memberships and they have classes for kids under four. So you can sign up for different things um, depending on their age and what you want to get them into. Like, and they have the cutest stuff. They have like little baby cooking classes, cooking like they get kid-friendly knives and cut bananas. You know, like it's not you know, a thing, but I took her to this like sensory play thing yesterday. It was the cutest thing ever because I worry about Ellie sometimes being a COVID kid and not being around other kids super often and definitely not more than one kid at a time usually. And she's old enough to walk and to like pick things up and to, so it was The joy on this kid's face when I took her to this class was so sweet. She walked into a room where all the furniture was her size and there were toys everywhere and there were swings and there was like a little, um, like a little fort. Her eyes lit up with joy and it was the coolest thing ever. Here's where I need a parenting I don't know if this is like, here's what I need to remind myself. I caught myself every five seconds anticipating my own anxiety about her and the other kids' interactions, and I think that's going to screw her up. I don't understand what you mean. So she would be, so the kids each get, you know, like a ball or whatever. And kids, they throw things, they take other kids' toys, they, you know what I mean? And she would take three steps towards another kid and another kid's toy. And I would go get her or distract her or whatever. Instead of like, what if she was just going to look at the, you know what I mean? And see what was going on and observe and also she needs to make mistakes. So I find myself cutting things off before they happen. And I don't think that's good for her, but I get so anxious about Ellie interacting with other people and her manners and stuff like that. One, that's you because you're such a rule follower. Mm -hmm. So that's you putting your imprint on her. Like you're like, don't break the rules. Don't take somebody else's toy. Don't go into somebody else's personal space, whatever. The reality is if she takes somebody else's toy and the kid doesn't want to give it up, the other kid will push her down on her butt or take it back or whatever happens. And then they work it out. Right. Yeah. But even if you screw her up, even if you go to one of these classes every week for the next three months and start screwing her up, that's fine because she starts preschool in what? August? Yeah. September? When? Labor Day? Whenever she starts preschool, then you won't be there to mess her up. So, so her teachers always. <laughs> no, the <laughs> teachers are going to ignore her and let her do it. And she'll go take somebody else's whatever. Right. You know, magic markers. I don't want to be like that around her because I want her to have independence and I want her to make mistakes. And I also, I don't want my anxiety rubbing off on her, but I'm not really sure how to do that. I did sign up for another class tomorrow. So I feel like you should come with me because you're better. I think at letting her do things Yeah. Like further, like you let her push further than I do, but I think that's a good thing. So I think that you should come with me to the next class to like, keep me in check. Yeah, I would, I I will do that. And also, um, I think, 
her just because of the nature of the past couple of years, she has only been in large group events maybe five times in her life. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to happen more and more and more, right? Mm-hmm. But she had a, a few one-on-one play dates with people or like two on one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh I also need to realize, and you're gonna have to remind me of this, we're literally going into a place that was made for children to interact with each other and the environment around them. So if she's going to take somebody's toy, that's a great environment for her to do in it, but to do it in because the whole point of the environment is for kids to learn how to interact with each other. It has nothing to do with the environment. She's a year and a half old. Yeah. She's going to take other kids' toys. Guess what else she's going to do? She's going to bite somebody. Yeah. She's going to push somebody down. She's going to call somebody a name. All of that stuff's going to happen. She, are you ready for this? She's going to break some rules. Um, It like makes my anxiety like flutter is the, is the way that I can best say it, but I don't want to impact her, but I also don't want people thinking I am not a respectful parent. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Spring is finally here. I got so excited that I wet my plants. Have you ever lost money, like a $10 or a $20 bill, just had it disappear? Maybe it got destroyed in the wash or something like that. How bad did you feel? Now, imagine if you did that dozens of times every month. That could be happening if you were paying outrageously high interest rates on your credit cards. Lightstream can help. Lightstream believes people with good credit deserve a great rate, and that's just what they give you. With loans ranging from $5,000 to $100,000, Lightstream could give you a credit card consolidation loan with a low payment at a Fixed rate as low as 5.73% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. This is way lower than most credit cards. Not only is this going to make it easier for you to organize your finances, it's also going to free up money that you've been spending on interest and you can put it back toward investments, home improvements, whatever you want. A summer vacation. You got to apply right now to get a special interest rate discount because you're an upside listener. Go to lightstream.com com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. This is subject to credit approval. Rates range from 5.73% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions to apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. I was diagnosed with ADHD as a teenager, but ADHD in adults is significantly underdiagnosed and can make life feel like a constant series of unfinished projects. The good news is treatment can make life so much easier and Done is here to help. With Done, you'll get a personalized treatment plan in your initial appointment from a board-certified practitioner 
partner who specializes in ADHD. After that, you'll get online prescription refills and 24-7 continuous convenient care, all from your home for $79 a month. Done is available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD, and it's never been easier. Embrace ADHD and make it a strength with Done. Initial appointments are $199, but as an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. BetterHelp is an online therapy portal that offers you video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and online therapy is a great stepping stone into discovering mental health and mental health healing. They're a longtime sponsor of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We're so proud to be affiliated with them. Our listeners get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. If you are feeling stressed and anxious, just talking it through with someone could be a big help. Maybe therapy is right for you. If you've never tried therapy before, BetterHelp is a great way to get started. If you used to go to therapy, but the craziness of the past couple of years changed that, Maybe it's time to head back. Head back with BetterHelp. Once again, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Save 10% off your first month of online therapy with BetterHelp. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is the fuller the fridge, the more energy efficient that it is. is I have... um, I have heard that before, and can I guess, not guess, but can I tell you if I understand the reason why? Yeah. When there is stuff in the refrigerator or stuff in the freezer that absorbs the cold and helps keep the temperature overall lower, but when there are fewer things in the fridge, it's always like there's nothing to help keep it already cooler. Is that you're kind of right. You're in the right direction. So the more empty space in the fridge, the more cold air is displaced by warm air when you open the door. Got it. So, um, so it has to, right. So the refrigerator has to generate cool air to replace whatever is left. If the fridge is packed, less cool air escapes and less energy is required to replenish it. Um, and so some people even suggest that you like fill water bottles up and just keep extra stuff in there just, um, to save energy. And my third random thing is religious websites carry three times more malware threats than adult websites. Um, The company, the security firm that released this research found that the average number of security threats on religious sites was around 115 compared to adult sites, which carried around 25. Um, And the researchers are guessing that's because adult sites need to generate a profit. So there's a financial incentive to keep them virus virus free because if someone gets a virus by going to a website, they're not going to want to come back to that website. Um, and if you're, if it's a money-making site, fine. If you go to your church website and you get, you know, a virus from that, you're like, you're not like the church is awful. I'm never going anyway. So yeah, there's no incentive for them to have tight security. So that is a thing. And those are my three random things. Uh, there was a poll of moms that I want to give to you and see 
if you are in the majority or the minority okay. of these different questions. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a poll of new moms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you love being a mom? Yes. The that you you and sixty nine percent of other women, which <laughs> means thirty one percent are like, yeah, it's not really for me. I have a lot of friends that hate being moms. Um, do you feel now that you're a mom, do you feel more carefree and do you care less what other people think? But based on what you were saying earlier, you might care more. Um, I care more in certain ways, but overall my give a flip, um, has, yeah, I don't care anymore. 48% of people say that they feel more carefree. 52% are more stressed about what other people think. Um, do you think being a mom is as hard as you thought it would be? No. 80% of moms say that it is not as difficult as they thought it would That's be. That's kind of surprising. It'd be interesting to see um, how many of those are first-time moms versus second or third-time moms. Yeah, I don't know. I also, I feel like there were, and maybe I'm wrong, there were slogans that were tossed around when we were younger, like so many, like I know my mom has said, it's the hardest job in the world. And you, you kind of hear that all of the time. Um, I, so I, I just, I think the groundwork is laid for it to be hard. I 100% awful. feel like when you say we're having a baby, the First thing people say is, oh, you're ready to never sleep again. Oh, you're ready for your house to never be clean again. Oh, you're ready for your car to never be clean again. A lot of those things are true. Like my car, I always kept a neat car. Backseat of my car, destroyed. You know what? I don't care. It's not that big of a deal to me. So I think the bar was set at it being really difficult. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. Somebody asked me for an update on this and I realized I never, um, we didn't do an update, so I will do it now. Do you remember how I said I ordered this like trunk for Ellie and then it came in? Oh yeah, and, it was like, terrible. Some, it, it, but I paid like like what I considered to be a lot of money for it. So I wanted to get my well, money. Well, not only was it terrible, but you screwed up the monogram on and it. And I screwed up the monogram on it. So it was like... L-E and then a big J and then a little D and I just I totally screwed it up and I was like if I email the like company are they gonna think I'm trying to like pull a fast one on them and just get an order for free or whatever what I wound up doing was I took pictures of them of there were like three imperfections on the on the thing plus mine and I emailed the the woman who runs the company and I said hey this is like kind of a weird email, but I there are these three imperfections on what you sent me and it doesn't seem in line with like your normal business for you. Um, also, totally separately, but a little embarrassing, I messed up my daughter's monogram. So if I send the piece back and you guys are doing a new thing, can I pay to have the 
you know, the monogram redone. And she was, she wrote back, she was super nice. She was like, oh my gosh, no, this should have never left our warehouse. This is not how we like to do business. And we're happy to replace the monogram free of charge. So they're going to send me a completely new one. And I even offered to send back the old one. And they're like, no, keep it, you know, which I thought was so nice. So they handled it really well. So if you know anybody whose first initial starts with E, whose middle name starts with D and whose last name starts with J. You have a trunk. Hey, this is Tara. Two thoughts on the Monday, April 4th episode. First, eye exam. I would rather have 20 dental exams, 10 gynecology exams than have one eye exam. I have so much anxiety about getting the answer wrong that literally my palms get sweaty. So totally understand that one. Second, the sheets. So I have been stalking Cozy Earth sheets for probably over a year and they were always out of my price range. And when y'all teased about the discount coming later in April, I went ahead and ordered them and they came last week and I am literally obsessed. Like I don't want to get out of bed. It is so amazing totally worth the money. So thanks for that awesome discount code because otherwise never would have been able to afford it. All right. Thanks. Love y'all. Bye. Cozy Earth is a personal luxury brand that makes sheets, pajamas, towels, and more with superior softness. Now, if you don't believe what Jeff and I have been saying about Cozy Earth, know this. They have been on Oprah's favorite things list four years in a row for their different products. And I can tell you, we have had nice sheets before. These are unbelievable quality. One of the things that I love is their temperature regulated. The weave is 50% more moisture wicking than cotton. And if you think about it, when we first started sleeping with cotton sheets, like years and years and years and decades ago, we were doing that to keep warm. A lot of people didn't have central heat and air. So we needed something to keep us a little warm. Now that we've got our AC going and our heat going, we don't need those cotton sheets anymore. So it is time to say goodbye to them and never sweat another night. Cozy Earth sheets come with a 100 night sleep guarantee. So you can sleep on them for more than three months. And if you're not completely satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Their sheets also come with a 10 year warranty. Right now they are offering you 40% off. It's their biggest discount online by going to sleep.callieandjeff.com. Again, that's sleep.callieandjeff.com and your discount is going to populate at checkout. 40% off by going to sleep.callieandjeff.com. Hey guys, I got to disagree with y'all on this whole fork, spoon, knife, napkin. I would get rid of forks because spoon, you can eat anything with a spoon if need be, so long as you have a knife to cut it into smaller pieces. You can't eat soup with a fork, like Jeff mentioned. Knives you need, unless you're going to look like a I don't know. I just, I was at a place the other day where I, I was at Moe's and they, I had some of the peppers and stuff put on my salad and they had huge chunks and there's no knives. So you're like sitting there trying to break it apart with your fingers and a fork without anybody seeing you in the middle of the restaurant. So I don't think you can go without knives and still have manners. But that's just my opinion. Love the show. Bye. Hey, Jeff. I wanted to say your advice about the, or your suggestion, I should say, about doing the what can I do to be 1% better in our relationship question is genius. Um, I did it this weekend, actually, and it's a really great way to, you know, 
communicate with your partner in a in a non antagonistic way because you you know you're taking you're asking for the feedback right, but you're also showing your partner that you care and you want to make their life better and I think it's great. Okay, bye. Hey, a tip to help Ellie with the breathing through the nose and then out the mouth. Um, this is what we do at school with the kids is um, smell the flower and blow out the candle. But with COVID, probably not blowing out candles, so maybe blow out, blow the bubble. She could do that. So see if that helps. I don't know if she knows how to smell in something, right? So hopefully that helps. Bye. Oh, my gosh, Jeff. I think we just figured out something that might work for you. Having Callie as your secret accountability partner and then not announcing it until after you've accomplished your 1% goal. I don't know. Just an idea. All right. And, yeah, you told me a uh, story before, but you left out the good part. Yesterday, my sister and I were listening to it get together. We're like, he told the story before. Then you told the whole, like, diner, cell phone on the luggage. No, you left out the good parts last time. That is an amazing story. Bravo. Good thinking on your feet. All right. Love y'all. Bye. I wish I had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now? You feel pissed oh, off? You feel angry? Yes, this too shall pass. Oh, great. You feel great? You feel like you know all the answers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel like that everybody yeah. finally gets you yeah, and yeah. Uh, there you are? Yeah. This, this too, too shall pass. <laughs> Ooh, good. Time is your ally, and if nothing else, just wait. Just oh. wait it out.